You're listening to Life Without Limits with Tom and Bunny. If you're under 18, this podcast is not for you. These are our opinions and what works for us well in the lifestyle community. You can see all of our videos and listen to all of our other podcasts at TomAndBunny.com. All of our podcasts and videos are brought to you from Tom's Trips, the leader in adult travel. If you want to travel with us, check out Tom'sTrips.com or call 800-285-0853 today. Now, enjoy the podcast. Enjoy. Hello, everybody. How is everyone doing today? How is everybody out there? In podcast land. In podcast land. (laughs) So today we're going to just jump right in. So we we recently got this message on our YouTube channel. Mm-hmm. We for those of you that don't know, we do videos about the lifestyle just like we do podcast. We actually started off doing videos and evolved into podcast and found out podcasting was much easier. It is much easier. I'm sitting here naked. Right. We don't have to dress up, do our makeup or nothing. Can't be naked on my videos. Well, some people would differ to say that. <laughs> so Somebody commented, and I was looking for it, and I don't remember what video they commented on, but they commented about how they were at family during the holidays, and they decided to go to the local swing club, and the family they were staying with, the son and daughter-in-law, were actually in the same exact room they were actually having sex in with another couple. The son and daughter-in-law were actually across the room having sex with a single female right but you didn't what you didn't say is that it was dark and they didn't know each other was in they didn't know each other until the dad had to use the bathroom and when he came back in he heard dad <laughs> what a cock block <laughs> So, and the only reason why we brought that up today is because we were just kind of looking through the internet, and lo and behold, uh, we came across one that says, parents whore after bumping into daughter and son-in-law at swingers party. Mm -hmm. So, the opposite. Right. But honestly, it's probably the most commonly asked question of us, what do we do if we run into somebody we know? I mean, not not so much a family member, just in general, coworker, family member, kids, anyone. Well, I'd like to say you run and hide, but you can't. It's kind of hard. <laughs> kind of hard you when you're at a club. You can't run and hide. No, you just have to address the issue right then and there. And it's actually not an issue. You know what? Running a club for so many years, we've seen it. We've seen it countless times. All the time. Some of the, some of the. People that had fa- had run into family there. Mm-hmm. Once you run into family, obviously you know each other. I don't want to say intimately. <laughs> you know that each other is is definitely a little freakier than the rest of the family. Well, you obviously know they're in the lifestyle. <laughs> yes. And what some people have done is literally run out of the club. They have. They and have. And it. I think it's just easier to hit it head on. Hit it head on right there on the spot because uh, the the guy who ran into his son and daughter-in-law also mentioned how it was so awkward that they didn't talk for weeks. Right. Now, you just have to address it right away because it, like I said, it, it's actually a little common for people to run into people that they know at clubs, especially if you're going to some in your own city right, or in your own state for all that matters. 
Yeah, so what we would suggest, if you run into, um, we'll give you another story. We'll give a couple stories first of factual things that have happened. Mm -hmm. So at our club, there was a couple that were getting a tour of the club, and they were totally interested, did the whole entire tour, and they come into the office, and they paid their membership, but they didn't want to stay that night. Right. And the owner of our clubs was like, you don't have to pay the membership. You could pay that when you actually come for your first time. And they're like, nope, we're going to pay it. We want to make sure we come back um, because otherwise they might not come back. Mm -hmm. So he kind of inquisitively asked, why do you want to do this? Why don't you want to come tonight? And they looked out and they pointed at a couple and they said, see, see that couple out there? And the owner was like, yeah. And they said, that's the preacher at our church and his wife. Right. And I'm over there all lit up going, oh, my God, I want to know what church you go to. I want to sit front row center and see how much morality they talk about. Of course you do. I am just the wrong person to hear that. <laughs> yes, you are. I like the story of when we were um, sitting there talking with friends of ours and you were proceeding to um, hug up on her and everything. She's, and then she goes, oh, Tom, did you meet my brother? And his, they ran into her brother and his wife there. Well, it just so happens that their best friends also came to the club and they went to all of the family functions. So this poor brother not only ran into his sister and her husband, but he also ran into their best friends who he does all of the holidays with. Wow. See, I don't even remember that. I must That must have been a drinking night for me because <laughs> I think I would have remembered that one clear as a day. Yep, yep. We had many brothers and sisters that came to the club and they would call each other and, and say, hey, we're going Friday that, night. Right, that meant the other couple could not go to could that club. Go. Correct. They could go to any other club. But whoever called who first, they would, the other one was off limits for that night. Now, obviously, if one did it one weekend they would make it to where the other weekend the other couple got to choose to go or not. And if they decided not to, then the couple A could go again, mm -hmm. knowing that they weren't going to run into people. Correct. We have had family members where they have both been there at the same time, and they just have a rule. If they go into the play area, the other one cannot go. Yes. Now some people would be like, oh, my God, that's just too close. <laughs> But, you know, they want to party, and our club was an amazing club to party at. Right. And then we also have the one that um, the female, it was her birthday, and she wanted to experience multiple men at the same time. So her mother and her sister and her cousin came with her. Wow. <laughs> I vaguely remember that one. That was on a Sunday. I vaguely remember that one because we allowed single men. Mm-hmm. My favorite one was um, our DJ. And people oh, yes. say, you're kissing and telling. No, I had like 35 DJs. You'll never know which one it was. No. But uh, we had a DJ, and there was this just smoking cute girl. She was probably in her early 20s, and he was all hitting up on her, hitting up on her. And then all of a sudden, her mom's standing there. Her mom had been going to our club for, what, for 10, years. 12, 15 years? Yes. And she started bringing her daughter. Mm -hmm. Now, 
it was kind of interesting because she, she was kind of introducing us to the daughter too. But I'm <laughs> glad we didn't do anything. No. Because when our friend went and played with the daughter, he said it was very awkward because the mom was watching the whole time. That is very uncomfortable. You think? Very uncomfortable. <laughs> That's beyond uncomfortable. That's creepy. Yes. Yes. Now, like I, I said, I hope they're not though, listening. <laughs> You never know. You never know who's listening. But you know what? There were so many different instances that you know, you you don't even know who we're talking about. Right. Uh, we had grandparents and granddaughter. Yes. Grandkids there. Mm-hmm. Uh, grandparents were like member number two or three, and the club was there for 38 years. So they've been uh, been there a long, right. and long their, time. Their granddaughter and her husband were very young. Now, the granddaughter and the husband, clearly they did not participate in the lifestyle she just loved to come in there and dance and Mm -hmm. her husband didn't dance he just liked to hang out and being at a swinger club it's far less threatening and less a testosterone shall I say than going to a normal club right and I think that you know a lot of that is because our children are being raised completely different than than we were yeah they're a lot Um, more open today they're a lot more open we're a lot more open with our children now about sexual content than our parents were. So. Our parents were never open. So no. it was all trial and error and learning as you go. Mm-hmm. I wish I had somebody to, I mean, the birds and bees is one thing, but tell me real stuff that's going to happen or possibly could happen. Right. <laughs> give right. me some scenarios. You don't have to give me your personal <laughs> scenarios, but give me something I can build on instead of, um, you know, like, when we first got in the lifestyle, we told all of our family, they were all almost a little bit disgusted because we were having sex with other people. But that was the way we learned. While we on our own, we try, try trial and error. Trial and error, yep. So Absolutely. I'm just saying that, you know, as open as we are, and yes, our family knows, our kids know, everyone knows what we do. They don't know all the details unless they're listening. But... <laughs> um, we're open and honest with them. Right. Now, when we ran our club in California, I didn't have to ever worry about our children showing up because our children were off limits at our club, at least while we were there. We told them because the question was, well, what if we decide to do what you're doing? We were fine. Who are we to tell you you can't do it when we're doing it, but you can't come to our club? Right. And they're like, well, why not? Because you can't. Because you can't. Just let's leave it at that. Go find your own play palace or play place. It is our place and that's where we go to play and that's where we go to work. Yeah. I don't want to see, I don't want to see my children when, you know, when I'm there. Oh, and you know that if our kids went to our club, they would be targets. Right. Yes. Just so someone can come up to me and kind of nudge me on the shoulder and go, guess who I did? Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. ain't happening, dude. (laughs) And our kids were honest and open with their friends about where we where we worked that I don't I didn't ever have to worry about running into our children's friends there either, because none of them would have stepped foot in there knowing that we were there. Well, actually, some of their friends told them once they knew that they knew that what we did that they seen us there because their friends had gone to our club before they were friends with our kids or knew that their 
our kids' parents ran the club. Yes, yes. But that was later on in, in adulthood for them. Right. I'm talking about the ones that, you know, grew up at our house when they went to high school. Oh, oh, okay. <laughs> I'm thinking just a few years ago. So now that that's probably the biggest question is what do you what do you what advice can we give? What do you tell people if they run into somebody that they actually knew, coworker, preacher, family member, someone they went to high school with, actually, that happened to you. It did happen to me. Somebody from your high school mm-hmm. recognized you as a bartender. Yes, he did. And, and it was not a big deal. I was just, I just started laughing. I was just like. It wasn't a big deal to you. No, it was wasn't it a to big them? deal to me. I no, don't, no, it wasn't to him because I grew up in Arizona. You didn't even introduce me. <laughs> Yeah, I did. I don't think he so. He was the one that kept calling me ghetto girl. Ah, uh, I don't remember. Because <laughs> <laughs> we grew up, we we kind of, well, when we were growing up, it was not the ghetto, but now it is <laughs> pretty pretty rough area now. Right. But, um, but no, uh, it wasn't a big deal to either one of us because we were in California and we went to school in Arizona. Right, but just running into somebody that you went to school with could be a shock for a lot of people. Oh, it definitely could be. And coworkers is is a big one. Um, people are really afraid when they run into coworkers, and they always they would come up to me and go, "What do I do? I don't think they've seen me." And I'm like, "You've seen them, right?" Well, yeah. And I said, "You don't chances think that they are seen you? they seen you?" <laughs> yes. Yeah, so I'm like, it's easier just to address it right now, and you just go up to them and you say, "Hey, you know what? Here, we're obviously both here for the same reasons." And well, maybe you are, maybe you are. Well, may, well. <laughs> some people go to a swing club just to dance and socialize. Yes. So, um, yeah. but yeah. your buddies are absolutely right. I, I was just making a stupid comment, <laughs> but, um, yeah, approach them, be the first to approach them. That way it's in your court and you have the confidence. It makes it a lot easier. Plus you get to see the look on their face when you go, Hey, <laughs> you know what I did? I did run into a coworker. Remember? You he, did. Yes. He had, uh, he'd worked for our company for about a year and he, he worked somewhere else. And, uh, he came up to me at the bar when I was bartending and he goes, Oh my God, you are a freak. I always kind of thought that you were a little closeted. Really? <laughs> How did like, you portray yourself at work? <laughs> you know me, I'm always just always honest and open yeah 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 yeah, yeah now yeah, i'm gonna yeah. start wondering you know for... who i'm talking about and you know <laughs> I'm damn kidding, I'm, well. kidding. I'm just making good content here <laughs> <laughs> so yeah if you approach them first you get the upper hand and there's there's no real upper hand but you get to see their expression which is gonna be priceless <laughs> yes <laughs> You got that true. Hey, if you have a camera, have someone take a picture when you go, hey, click. <laughs> that would be so funny. Yes. But just sit down with them. Now, me and Bunny, we always had a rule. We didn't do um, friends before the lifestyle. So if we met someone in the lifestyle then and became friends, that was different. But if we had a friend that we knew before... We knew that they were in the lifestyle and we were in the lifestyle. They were off limits because our friendship was more important. Correct. Uh, we didn't do uh, family members, <laughs> even though we live in Alabama now. Still, <laughs> obviously, 
We didn't do neighbors. No. Because when it goes bad, somebody's going to have to move. Yes. And believe it or not, people, there's a lot of people out there that want to nail their neighbors. Stop it. They want to convert their neighbors. They, but yeah, there, you there's still plenty have to of other people. Don't, don't, what, what is it? Don't, don't piss where you eat or <laughs> shit where you eat or whatever the term is. I, I'm drawing a blank, but you know, don't, don't create an awkward situation where it could be very bad. Right. Because you never know. You never know what happens. And coworkers don't, because if it goes bad, next thing you know, it's sexual harassment. Yes. Even if you didn't talk to that person ever again, they're going to say you did. And especially now, it's so much uh, riskier now than it was even four or five years ago. Right. So, so, so check it out. We're going to throw a quick commercial in here. Oh, our first. Our first commercial. Hold on. Hey, everyone. Have you ever thought about all those erotic, exotic destinations that couples go to and then find out that they were adult lifestyle resorts? Now you can travel with us at TomsTrips.com. We are your adult lifestyle leader in travel. Tom's Trips has won four awards from the annual lifestyle awards as best lifestyle travel company. We do over 20 group trips to hedonism. We also book the cruises, Mexico, Desire Temptations, as well as we have our own party in the United States right here in Florida. Absolutely. So book today. You will not be disappointed because we bring the party. That's Tom'sTrips.com or call us directly. That's 800-285-0853 today. And we're back. And we're back. And we're back. That was easy. I kept saying that one night. And I'm back. I don't even know what commercial we put in there yet. <laughs> we'll randomly put something in there, but it'll there be something go. fun. But anyway, or it was something fun because you already heard it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in the past. I'm in the future. I'm in the present. I don't know where the hell I'm at. You Would you like another drink? I would. <laughs> so, okay. So once you've established anyone that you have known, if they're... Not a coworker, not a neighbor, not a family member, but somebody that is just you known. Yeah, whatever you want to do. But if it's someone too close to home, what we have always done is set them down and say, hey, you're here for your reasons. We're here for our reasons. We will stick to our own. You stick to your own. But we do not want to have We don't it. want to cross that We line. don't want to cross any lines. Mm-hmm. Now, some people might look at us and say, we're way out of your league. Why would you even suggest that? Because <laughs> a lot of people are out of our league. Did you see my friend? She's hot. I've always wanted to do her. Right. <laughs> but anyway, um, with that, just just be open and honest. Mm-hmm. And, you know, a lot of times some people, like with their neighbors or coworkers or family members, they've actually developed a stronger friendship or relationship where they can talk about anything. Yes, so they can turn to them if they have a question or, you know, if something happens. Or or like you said, it's, it's a stronger friendship or... Suggestions, mm-hmm. ideas, um, advice. Mm-hmm. Uh, just a, someone just to talk to that, has, that shares something in common with you. And a lot of them will just be... They'll come to the club, they'll party together, but when they go to the playroom, they go separately d- at different times are different t- um sides of the playroom right and i don't mean in one room i mean like 
one is in one room, another is in a total different room <laughs> around the corner, down the hall, three doors to the left, and through a locked door. And that's where communication comes in handy because then you got to determine what you're going to do. Are you going to are you going to go there with that person, or you're going to set boundaries? Right. And if uh, we would love to hear from you, um, if you're one of the couples that have run into family members. We would love for you to go to our TomAndBunny.com, find this podcast if you're listening on any of the stations, and leave us a comment and tell us your story. Mm-hmm. All Everyone is anonymous. You don't have to put your real email address or nothing in there. And it'd be kind of curious to see what people have experienced in real life. Right. So, you know, don't let, don't let stories stop you from going to clubs or meet and greets or conventions, go out and have a good time. And if you run into somebody, just hit it head on. Just address it immediately. Because if you delay it, it's only going to make it more uncomfortable. Or worse, I mean, some couples have run into somebody they knew. And instead of confronting them, they assumed, or maybe they didn't, the other couple did not see them. They've left the lifestyle completely. Yes. Or my thing is... Say you uh, see somebody at a club that you work with on Friday night and you don't say anything to them or you you leave the club because you've seen somebody at work. All right, so now you've got a long weekend worrying about if they're going to say something to you when you get to work on Monday. What about to somebody else? <laughs> right. Hey, you, it, 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 exactly. <laughs> exactly. I mean, I would hope that they would say something to me directly and only me. Right. But I would have to assume if someone's seen, especially if you were in the playroom in the act <laughs> and you didn't see them. And you were the boss. <laughs> I mean, well, the boss probably won't say something. But but what about an employee? That's what I said. I mean, if he was the boss and you, an employee seen you. Right. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, exactly. But I think about it. I mean, what if someone doesn't care what people know about themselves and they're talking about you? Right. And it happens. And I had a coworker like that. Yeah, well, you, you did have a coworker like that. Mm-hmm. You're talking about the one in Iowa? Yep. Okay, yeah. Because he kept trying to get you, us or you to go to that party and we refused because we didn't want it was just too close to home for us. It was, we were very, very new. It was too close to home. And the way that he talked to me about it at, at work, I knew he was talking to everybody else. Right. So he could just say, hey, I got Bunny to go. Yeah, why don't you go? <laughs> or, yeah, I got Bunny to go, and you should have seen all the guys she nailed. <laughs> so, yeah. But, no, definitely address embellish. it right away. <laughs> now, with all that said, we... Don't have much answers for that because we personally don't have too much personal experience as far as being worried what other people think. Obviously, we wouldn't be doing videos or podcasts if we did. Right. Our face wouldn't be out there in the open. Right. But we do fully understand that people need to be discreet. Mm -hmm. Now, if you do run into somebody and you don't hit it head on, don't just respect their privacy. And I know that's a lot to ask of people. People love to gossip, and they love salacious content to talk about. Of course they do. And just be, you know, it's kind of another thing that happens, 
and we just kind of heard about it and we know it happens. We've heard about it many, many, many times. People are like, just say it. But where if you, if you think one of your neighbors or coworker is in the lifestyle, people will search them out and they do and mm-hmm. they, they, they find them. Yes, they do. And so, yeah, even on your social media sites. Yep. If you think you have a, a like a couple's account on Facebook or on one of the websites and you think you're all uh, anonymous and everything, there are tall tale signs that could give you away. And people will go, well, I changed my age. I changed my location. There are, there, you're so comfortable. You don't realize it, but you actually put tall tale signs on everything you do that people can relate right back to you. Oh, absolutely. You do. And we have had people find their cousins, and I, um, I actually had somebody find their mom and dad. Yes. So, you know what? There, it's out there. It's going to happen. We had a friend who just found her friend. Yep. And it's not very hard. No. So, yeah, I just uh, want to give you a heads up on that. If you definitely want to be discreet, you know, we always tell people, you know, you don't have to put faces on your profiles on Cassidy or Swing Lifestyle or SDC.com. I suggest you put face pictures in private and only open those to people that you actually plan on meeting. And I suggest you do you do do, do yeah, you do do that. Right. Because, you know, if you're really truly gonna use the site to meet people, you should be able to open your pictures right then and there for them instead of saying, let me email you something I just grabbed off the internet. Right. Because that's what people assume. Exactly. Exactly. And then if you want to be anonymous, you don't want to give up your email address. So now you got to go get a fake email address. It just makes it a lot easier just to upload into the private folder. Correct. And again, like I say, if you want to still remain a little anonymous, you don't have to, just because the site asks you for all these questions doesn't mean you have to answer 100% honest. (laughs) I'm not saying be deceptive, but if you, well, let's just say if you, we just did a podcast on bisexuality. Right. Well, if a coworker or a family member saw that. Yes. That's true, unless you're unless you were completely honest and open and totally out there. Right. I mean, I we got a whole bunch of messages, ninety nine point nine percent positive. The only one was not a negative. It wasn't a hundred percent positive. They didn't like the fact that we kind of told people, you know, divulge your sexuality to the people you plan on playing with because not everyone needs to know your sexuality because they felt I was keeping people in the closet. And by all means, if, you, if you're if you bi, put it on there. Mm-hmm. If you're proud, put it on there. But if you want to be discreet and family, friends, coworkers, and all that, they'll read all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, it's sad. We're the politically incorrect duel. They'll hold it against you. <laughs> yep, yep. Now, my sisters read all my articles, so they all know about me, but... <laughs> right? And but, but guess what? But we're no open one... and we own it. We do. We do. That's the difference. Yep. But we, I mean, even on our profiles, we don't put everything on our profile because we don't think if I'm, if we're not interested, if there's a hundred profiles and we're not going to play with 95 of the hundred, why do the 95 need to know 
100% about 100%. us. Exactly. They don't. You can find all that out when you talk to me. When you talk to them. So we put basic information on our profiles, and then when we talk to people, then they either smile, smirk, and say, let's go, or they run like hell because we're way over the top for them. (laughs) Take us as we are. Take us as we are. All right, so I don't have any more to say about it because it's really cut and dry. Cut and dry. Approach the situation, get it over with quickly, and go on and party the rest of the night. A lot of people think, well, my family would never be swingers. Ha. Ha. <laughs> Let's put it this way. If you're a swinger, it's genetics. <laughs> I think so. <laughs> I'm yes. a big firm believer in science. <laughs> there is two genders. <laughs> so no, definitely don't don't think that because you were raised in a very religious family that you're the only one in your in your family that uh is a little um freaky. Freaky. Kinky. <laughs> Likes to go out sexual. and have a little extra fun. Yep, there's going to be someone else. Too. There's going to be uh, a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, just 23 years in this lifestyle, talking to people. We hear so many people say they would love to do it, but they're afraid of getting caught by their family. Right. I'm glad we don't have to live in fear. Nope, not at all. And, you know. And our family comes to us and asks us questions. Well, you know, because we're an open book and we're honest and they know if they ask us a question, we're going to give them the blunt, direct answer. Mm -hmm. Not the answer. Our opinion. So all of this stuff that we talk about, there's no right or wrong. You do whatever you want to do. We're just telling you what we would do or how we would handle situations but I know we're telling you like we're telling you the answer, but we're really not. We're just telling you how. Just giving our own advice. Yeah, our own advice we'd give each other. Yes. And with that, you can take what whatever you want from this. <laughs> but until next time. We'll see you soon. Happy swinging and run into a family member. Say hi for us. <laughs> they might know us. Tom and Benny said hello. <laughs> Have a good night. Good night. Thank you for listening to our podcast. And don't forget, book your next vacation with Tom's Trips, the leader in adult travel. You can book online at tomstrips.com or call 1-800-285-0853. And for all of our other videos and other podcasts, please visit our website, tomandbunny.com. Also on Facebook, check out Swing with Tom and Bunny.